live from Parts Unknown, it's the KNA Sports Picks Podcast. Two, one. Hey folks, it's uh, TK and GK here, and um, due to popular demand, this podcast is just going to be listener listener questions that we've we've had listeners from around the globe submit uh, questions. So this is just uh, the KNA Sports Picks Podcast first listen, listener question podcast. Um, so our first question is from Cindy uh, from the lovely state of Oregon, and she wants to know, is it okay for you to wear a sweatshirt, a t-shirt from a university that you did not attend? Say, when I was living in Austin and I went to UT game and I wore a UT t-shirt or just was walking around town with a UT t-shirt even though I went to the University of Tulsa is that okay or am I a poser I so that's a great question um I think that is okay um especially you know considering there could be many different reasons why you might have ties to a university besides you went there maybe you know, you had a member of your family went there. Maybe your kid went there. Also, especially being in UT and Austin, you know, UT is a big part of the city and just kind of Austin pride. You know, I think supporting the university is kind of like kind of Austin's professional sports team. I've also seen people, you know, wear Harvard t-shirts because they visited and it's just kind of a fun thing to do. I think as long as you aren't wearing a shirt that specifically says the university and alumni and you did not go to that school, that's the only time I think it gets sketchy. But I think for the most part, American universities, I mean, they're such institutions, they're multi-million dollar corporations, you know, they are essentially sports teams. Um, So I think, you know, I've worn a Notre Dame shirt to support the football team. I think that's okay. So if you have a tie to a college, even if you didn't go there, I would say, yes, it's okay to wear the the T-shirt. The only exception is do not wear a shirt that says alumni if you did not go to that school. Yeah, I would would agree 100% because college sports these days are like um, professional sports teams. So I think I think the university likes the advertisement, and plus academically, I think the university likes the the advertising or people to walk walk around with the the uh, the gear on, um, especially if you're you're living in that that area, um, then I think it's this it's pretty cool, and you're providing community community support. Yeah. So I definitely I definitely agree agree there. Um, Good answer. Um, so the next question we have is from Tony, big listener, big Bears fan. So he's he's per, pretty stoked to, tonight. Uh, he's got a question that, given the current quarterback and team like team landscape, landscapes, um, name what do you see in the year twenty twenty five? Is is who do you project as is like some of the top teams or top quarterbacks? Um, projecting out in the next five years. So right now, first I'll share my current top five. I have 
Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, and Aaron Rodgers. Um, those that can be disputed, but in my opinion, right now, those are the top five QBs in the league. Now, looking ahead in five years, I think that two of those players will still be on the list: Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. I think are young; they're coming into their prime in 2025. They'll still be the top quarterbacks in the league, but I think. Drew Brees, Rodgers, and unfortunately, while I still might be playing, I think Wilson, too, will move past their prime to the point where in 2025 they are no longer in the top five. So the three I have replacing them, one, Deshaun Watson. I think he is just on the cusp right now. He just signed a massive contract with the uh, Texans, but I think he'll be a top five quarterback. Dak Prescott. Um, I think he's another one that's on the cusp. I almost put him in the current top five, but I think now whether in 2025 he will be with the Cowboys or not, that remains to be seen. I'm part of me thinks he might walk after this year and we might see Dak Prescott on a different team. I've even heard the Packers. I think that would be an interesting wow. situation a Packers-led Dak Prescott. And then would Aaron Rodgers go to the Cowboys? I've heard that, yeah, I've heard. So, fascinating stuff. Maybe he would want a reunion with his old coach. So, fascinating stuff there. But I think Prescott, Deshaun Watson, and this one is a bit of a hope. Carson Wentz, big asterisk. I think he has the talent to be a top-five quarterback. He just has to stay healthy but those will be my top five Mahomes Jackson Prescott Watson and Wentz as far as the top teams I think the Chiefs will still be there um I think that we're, we could be looking at a kind of a 10-year window I don't know if they'll be have the same dynastic success as the Patriots but I think the Chiefs are going to be competitive especially as long as Reed and is there I think they they'll, they'll still be one of the top five teams in 2025 um outside of that man that's hard because you know just the nfl it's just so hard to see where the draft is going to go um but i still like the chiefs to be in the mix um i actually think the cowboys will be too i think that um they're headed in the right direction so i wouldn't be surprised if the cowboys are up there too um and who knows, maybe there will be some random team. Maybe we'll see a Jaguars or Jets renaissance. <laughs> that, that would be fun. So um, I have, uh, like you, I have Mahomes. Um, I'm also I'm more bullish on Russ. Um, yeah. I, I think that, you know, Russ will be 35, 36, but he's such a student of the game. So... And we say Russ, number two, Deshaun Watson, I agree, number three. Um, and here, my, my fourth and fifth guys are guys that aren't playing in the NFL right now. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be a top five quarterback. I mean, the kid has every, the kid has everything, athleticism. I like, like he's left-handed, uh, you know, long blonde hair. Uh, he's just really, really cool. I think he's going to be a top quarterback. And then my fifth is the quarterback from the 
Ohio State is Justin Fields. So I think those two will be a top top five quarterback. Um, Lamar Jackson, I think, is, you know, you could move one of those guys out and put Lamar Jackson in there. Yeah, I would definitely agree with it. But I wanted to go with two guys that aren't in the NFL. And so I agree with you. The Chiefs, uh, I'm going to say the Seahawks are going, awesome. are going to be um, in the top five because of Russ. Uh, I'll put the Texans as a top five team because of Deshaun Watson. And then the uh, the other two teams, I mean, whoever dra- drafts Trevor Lawrence and and uh, Justin Fields. So maybe the Jaguars. Maybe the Jaguars. Maybe the Bears. Uh, yeah. Maybe the Jets. Maybe the Browns. And all we'll see how we'll see how the season goes. But fun question, Tony. Fun question. Yeah, the the Texans were a tough one for me because I know we have several friends of the podcast who are big fans. And I think Deshaun Watson will keep them competitive. It just seems like their front office struggles to provide him the the pieces. I think if they're serious and draft well and maybe go out and get a few pieces in the off uh, season, the Texans have a shot to be up there, but I do worry about their GM and, um, so we'll see. There's sort of a question mark for me. Okay. Good deal. Um, our next question is from from uh, Jennifer L. and Aaron R., and they're both from New York City. They say, uh, sure is a shame that J-Lo and A-Rod did not win their bid to buy the Mets. And we understand that TK is a big Ranger fan. Is there a celebrity that he would like to see by the Texas Rangers? Great question. Um, Mark Cuban, I think, would be my first choice. I mean, he's a Dallas area man, you know, loves the city, has a very successful history with the Mavs. I think he's passionate. I think, so what was the frustrating thing is in 2010, the Rangers went for sale and he wanted to buy them. And the MLB, as it often does, got in the way because, you know, they worried Mark Cuban wasn't baseball. He didn't have that professional, you know, baseball feel. He was too loud. He was too outspoken, which I think is ridiculous because, you know, I think an owner like Cuban, I think, would reinvigorate the sport. It'd be great for the team. The Rangers owners right now, they're interested in winning. They're very much interested in building a stadium, keeping payroll low. Cuban's a winner. You know, say why if you want. He cares about the team more and sees it more than just the money-making um, part. He really wants his teams to win. So I would love to see Mark Cuban by the Rangers. Mm, that, that would be great. Yeah, I mean, he would, he would really invest a lot and be passionate um, who I would pick, I mean, the question is more for you as a Ranger fan, but if I had my dream world, I know it's a fictional character, but I think uh, J.R. Ewing from the TV show Dallas, I mean, he uh, seems yeah. like a Dallas tycoon, and, and that that would be fun if, if J.R. Ewing um, would buy the Rangers. It just seems like that would, that would be uh, a perfect yep. fit. That'd be awesome. Uh, okay, so our next question is from Dakota. Um, 
from Boulder, Colorado. Uh, the guys, her, she asked, the guys obviously know a lot about sports and enjoy following sports as a hobby. Uh, but in this universe, um, we have our day jobs. But if we could, if we could have any job in the sports world, what would it be? Great question. Um, so I was a little torn on this one between being a sports journalist or a GM. Um, I, but I think I would be a lot of fun to be a baseball GM, um, to build your team from scratch, to have that control. I just think it would be a lot of fun. I think it's kind of anyone who loves baseball but maybe isn't a good enough player I think always dreams of being a GM, so I would love to be the GM of the Rangers. Um, that would be my ideal sports job. My second, I think it would be fun to own maybe an, an um, MLS team. You know, there's not quite as much pressure. It probably wouldn't be as expensive to invest in, but I also think it'd be fun to own a um, team too, so... But one would be the GM of the Texas Rangers. Oh, that would that would be great, and I'm sure that you could um, match what John Daniels is doing right now, lead the Rangers back to the promised land. Um, so this is this is a tough tough question. I would, you know, like you, I think being a GM or being in the analytics department would be fun, but that's a that's a lot of stress. So I think um, what I would like to do would be a PA announcer. I would love to say, a sophomore from the University of Tulsa, welcome a point guard, formerly from St. Michael's Academy, Tanner. I think a PA, awesome. PA announcer would be fun. And um, if there are any universities, I'm talking to you, Tulsa, that are in need of a PA announcer, I am available and I can send a tape also a sports team, minor league, professional, any any sports, but I would I would definitely be down for, for being a PA announcer. Well, I hope that that dream comes true because I think you'd be great, especially at college basketball. Fun introducing the team at the beginning of each game. That would be awesome. Yeah, I think um, I think yeah, getting the crowd pumped up. That's what I like. That's one of the things I like about sports is when I good announcer gets the crowd pumped up you know for three it's good <laughs> um the next question is from uh christian um who big fan um, um and is a united united nations executive oh wow and she thinks that uh her prediction is in 100 years from now um the solar system is going to be divided into three there's going to be um, the Earth, there's going to be Luna, which is going to be a, a federation on Mars. And then there's going to be this um, group of the asteroid belt. It's kind of be a loose configuration where the Earth and, and, and Mars is kind of battling to extract all the minerals from the asteroids. Um, but so, so the question is, in this future world between the Earth, Moon, and the asteroid belt, who would you support? I think I would support Mars. Um, I like Mars because they you know, their whole goal is to to terraform Mars. You know, they're kind of going to this lifeless 
planet and trying to make it a uh, a place with oceans and forests. I think the Martians, they're kind of the they're small in numbers, but they make up for it in tech. So they're kind of the very smart. They have the best ships. You know, they know they can't overwhelm Earth, but they have to kind of build and engineer and solve problems. So I kind of like that forward progress that pushing into the uh, future. So I think I would be a Mars supporter. And, um, you know, as, as a Mets fan, I would probably support the asteroid belt, <laughs> the, the big underdog. Um, and I'd probably be pretty disappointed about the, the results of the asteroid belt. I like the question. Thank you, Christian. Oh, yeah. Um, our next question is from Ed. Um, with the recent talk about the Washington team's mascot name, um, given the chance, what other NFL team mascot name would you like to change? Yeah, I think it's, I think that's a great question, Ed. Um, the two that come to mind for me are, I think the LA Rams or the LA Chargers, because they both moved to the city. And they both kept their name. I think the Chargers are in need of a rebrand. I mean, they're such a hard luck franchise. You know, first of all, I don't think they should have left and moved. But they did move. They're playing in kind of this rinky-dink MLS stadium. But they're still called the Chargers. I just think they need kind of a clean break and a rebranding. Retire the Chargers. Let that be the San Diego kind of team and name and try to come up with some new name because right now they're just kind of the afterthought of with the Rams doing well. I really think that franchise kind of needs a new invigoration. So I'd say retire the Chargers. It was a great name. It was a great uniform, but that belongs in their old town and find some LA type name. I don't know. You know, they're such a there's so much culture and history. Find some name that connects them to the city. And I think that could be a big step in kind of making them feel more like a hometown team. You could have like the LA moguls and you could have the, the symbol of, of some old Hollywood producer. Exactly. Just something because it's just, they're such a sad franchise and, I'd say either move back to San Diego or retire the the um, their name. The Raiders, too. I mean, it's such a history, but it feels like the Raiders belong in Oakland. I just don't know about this Las Vegas Raiders feel. It just, to me, feels wrong. It feels like if you're going to move and abandon the city where you came from, you should let that team name remain in that city and try to choose a new name. It just seems cruel to the fans and in these towns to see their team left and kind of have this new name. I think, you know, try to make a new start. That's what I say. I like that. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up the Raiders because that's what I was thinking, you know, because when I think of the Raiders, I think of Oakland and the swashbuckling blue collar town. Now they're in Las Vegas. So, so I want to brand them as the Las Vegas gamblers and maybe have yeah. like some drunk guy with cards or, or at the slot machine or something. Exactly. I mean, they're, they're no longer the gritty blue collar Raiders oh, that yeah. are going to scare you. They're now, they're now Las Vegas. And have you seen their stadium? We'll it's, like, you. it's a billion dollar kind of dome stadium. I just, 
it's not that there's no black hole anymore. I completely, if you are going to break the heart of your fans and leave the town, the least you you could do is let them keep the name and rebrand yourself. Yep. If the Chargers and Raiders are listening, the Rams I'll give a pass because they were originally the yeah. Rams. But the Chargers and Raiders, it's a new start. And maybe too the the um, I know the Jets have a long <laughs> history, but I don't know if the Jets name is and same with the Browns. I mean, you know, it's like there's just so much baggage yeah. with these names. Maybe try stuff. What do you have to lose? Exactly. Why not? I know the new color scheme or something. Um, I like it. So we have one more question uh, from Einstein, and he wants to know. Do the guys think, does time have a beginning or an end? That's a great question, Einstein, and I'll qualify it by saying, of course, you know, there are much smarter minds than mine working on this problem. I mean, my guess would be that the way we think of time is very linear, is a very human understanding of time. And I think sometimes because we experience the world in a very linear way, we think of time that way. But I think what time is a dimension in and of itself. So I think time is much more fluid, and it's not like a timeline with this point A and point B. I think in reality, it's much more fluid. So I, I would say no. I, I think time is more complicated. And I don't know if it does have a set beginning or end. I like that, and um, you know, maybe we we need to get Neil deGrasse Tyson on the, the podcast. <laughs> or Brian Green to kind of break this, break it out. But I agree with you. There, there's, um, you know, I, I struggle, I struggle with this question. Like, you know, is the time start with the, with the big bang and actually the big bang is a misnomer. It's, it's more, um, there was a little speck of particle that because of the, the astronomical amount of heat, the universe expanded and it continues to expand. So I don't necessarily think that there was a beginning, and I don't necessarily think that that there is going to be an, an end to time. Like the universe will just end and there will be nothing. I think maybe it will contract. Maybe maybe the universe um, you know, expands, contracts, expands, contracts, and there is no beginning and end. Yeah, I've heard that. It's a fascinating theory. I've heard the Big Bang, some scientists believe, you know, there is this never-ending cycle. So the Big Bang was the last, you know, there was a universe before and it contracts and then expanded out. And that's the big bang. And one day our universe will do the same. So yeah, definitely when you get in the theater, you know, you think sci-fi or fiction is weird, but when you get into theoretical physics and you look, reality is often much stranger, I think than any science fiction. About as strange as the Mets starting rotation, (laughs) but that's a topic for another day. Um, TK, as always, it's a pleasure and want to thank all our listeners. Um, we didn't get a chance to, to answer all, you know, we could potentially have um, a second episode later in the year. Um, but oh, it's a lot of fun. May I just make one more point? Absolutely. For the name change, I just thought of this. The Texans. I thought the Oilers used to be a great name for Jan, Jan Houston and Energy Town, it was unique. It had a part of the um, 
I thought the colors were, were great. It was very much um, part of the uh, city. But the Texans, that's so boring. That's just generic. That's not even Houston. Any city could be the uh, Texans. Yeah, it's like you talked about rebranding the Jets. What are you going to call them, the New York New Yorkers? Yeah. Bring back the uh, oil. The Well, I think the Titans might own it, but I think there should be a campaign Give the trademark back and bring back the uh, Oilers. Absolutely. So that's my final thought. I think we're going to try to get Ed and, 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 and Glenn on the, the podcast. So that be uh, we'll need to dive deep into Ed, whether as a Houston guy, whether he wants to see the Texans become the Oilers again. All right. Well, I hope the I hope we do this. I think we should do a. One, I'd love if we did this every few months. It was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Listeners can keep sending their questions. Thanks, folks. Have a good week. Signing off from the KNA Sports Picks Podcast.